Thanks for joining us for this special prophetic update from Kent Christmas Ministries International. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted by this powerful and anointed message. And now, here's Pastor Kent Christmas. I'm so glad you could join me tonight. Um, wish I could see each and every one of you face to face, but I know by the Spirit that we're connected. And so, I actually came this evening, uh, or this morning, uh, I was just reflecting on what I wanted to share with you, and I had something totally different. And I was in prayer this morning, God just began to talk to me along these lines, and I think that it will be an encouragement to you. Uh, it is always uh, so much more pleasant to navigate uncharted waters when we have an understanding of where God's taken us. So I'm hoping that what I'm going to share with you tonight uh, will be an encouragement to you and perhaps shed some light on where we are in the body of Christ. And so. Uh, I want to read uh, a couple portions of Scripture, starting out of Matthew chapter 5, and uh, I'll start with verse 14. It says, Ye are the light of the world, and a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, and neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but they put it on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all that are in the house. And then the last verse that I want to read, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and they will glorify your Father which is in heaven. Uh, if we go over to the book of Luke, it deals with the same thought, just in a little bit um, different manner. Verse 16 out of Luke chapter 8 says, No man, when he has lighted a candle, covereth it, with a vessel, or put it, it under a bed, but he setteth it on a candlestick, that they which enter in may see the light. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, and neither is anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. And I was... Uh, I was thinking years ago, I preached a message out of the book of Psalms, chapter 18, and on the verse it said this, The Lord will light my candle, and he will enlighten my darkness. And uh, I pastor here in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and um, I feel like I'm probably a voice more for the unknown than for those that have known a lot of success over the years. And so uh, I really come from obscurity. Most of the time that you're going to find that people who really make a mark in the kingdom of God uh, don't have great beginnings. God will pull them from obscurity. He will kick them head for years. And then all of a sudden, God will just do something amazing. And so uh, in our church here in Nashville, uh, we're, we're seeing God do some extraordinary things. And I don't think it's just here. It's probably in a lot of places throughout the earth. But um, I've, I've just been reflecting on, on what the Lord has done because it's just been in the last few months. Uh, I, like a lot of you pastors and, and individuals who work for the Lord, you know, you go for years and you do the right thing and you think you're using the right methods and nothing seems to happen. And then all of a sudden God will do something extraordinary. And we've experienced that here. 
And I, I've had people ask me, Pastor Ken, what are you doing? Uh, how do you explain what God's doing uh, right now? Uh, I, I can't even begin to explain it, but we, uh, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, we're growing almost 100 people a Sunday. I'm never, and I don't know what it is. And so I was, I was praying this morning, and uh, God began to speak to me. And, I, and, I, and it really gave me some understanding. The Lord said, I lit the candle of your house. I turned the light on. And I went back to that scripture, and it says this, No man lights a candle and then puts it under a bushel, but he sets it on a hill or he sets it up in a place to where it is visible so that men can see the light. And we've gone through a, a season where there has been so much darkness in this nation, especially spiritually. And all of a sudden we're seeing God begin to do some unusual things. And Psalms 18.25 says, this, The Lord will light my candle and he will enlighten my darkness. And God will take you through long, long periods of time where you feel like your light has not been lit. And you wonder, God, nobody can see us. Listen, God has a unique way. Don't ask me why. I don't understand it. But God has a unique method where he will just keep people hid, keep churches hid, keep his move hid for such a long time. And all of a sudden, out of the blue... God would just light the candle and what was invisible and what was hid for perhaps a decade or two decades, in my case, probably many decades. I think many of you can identify with that. And then God will suddenly do something by the Spirit. And, you know, you go back to the very beginning. We are in a season where God is doing something brand new. The, the things that we're getting ready to see are extraordinary. We're, we're going to see God fix this political mess. But more than that, it's not about the political that God is doing, but it's about the souls that God's getting ready to bring into the house of the Lord. And when God does that, if you go back to the book of Genesis, the very first time that we see God begin to set in motion men's lives, before he ever creates Adam, the Bible says, God says one thing, let there be light. If a church does not have the light of God in them, if an individual does not have the light of God, if a preacher does not have the light of God, then nobody can see him. And God will go for a long, long time to where it looks like that there is no light. You feel like you live in obscurity, you live in darkness, or the church doesn't grow, and you think, Lord, what in the world are we doing? I, I just had a, a really, really precious email uh, from another country, and the pastor uh, had asked me would I consider coming over to speak for them. He said, we're, I think he said, we're almost 25 years old. We're a strong church. And he says, but it seems like our growth is stunted. We're at 60 people. And uh, I, I thought about that. Here they are, a strong church. Well, I can tell you this, that those kind of churches, God's getting ready to turn your light on. He's getting ready to light your candle. We are in a time right now where the Lord has prophetically said, I'm turning the light on in the church for two reasons. One is, there is a church that has been hidden, that God has been setting things in place. Um, 
we run several hundred now. We had, uh, I guess we had about 700 people on Easter. Um, it's hard to, to understand how quickly God can do things. But one of the things that I can tell you is this. We're able to support the growth because God laid the foundation in our house for years. And when it happened, it did not take a surprise. He had already put everything in place. And God will take a long time putting the foundation in your life, in your ministry, in your purpose, so that when he comes, one of the things that I can tell you unequivocally about Jesus is that the scripture says that will God not avenge his own elect who cry unto him day and night, and though he tarrieth long, when he comes, he will come speedily. We are in a season where God is doing things so quickly. I'm not talking about in a month's time. We can talk about it in a span of a few hours. God speaks a word and something shifts and God turns on the light. And people that have passed you by and drove by your church, all of a sudden they begin to come. I have people all the time say, we never knew you were here. I've lived in this town for 10 years. Did not know you were here. How are they coming? Because God turned the light on in our church. And God's turning the light on in this nation. The other reason why God, I believe, is turning the light on is because it's difficult to have sin uncovered when it's in the darkness. That's why the Bible says that evil men uh, love darkness because their deeds are evil. And it's very difficult to uncover the evil that's in this nation, the evil that has uh, camouflaged itself as righteousness. It's difficult to uncover that if the light's not on. And God is turning the light on in this nation. And the scripture says there's nothing that has been hid that God's not getting ready to uncover. Now that can apply to two things. It can apply, number one, to the evil. We know that God needs to uncover the evil that's in this nation. It's masqueraded as righteousness, and yet we see God beginning to do things. And here over the next several months, you're going to see God uncover evil in government, evil in churches. God is dividing the line. Some people say, Pastor, why is God dragging this thing out? I think, for, I think the main reason is this. God is making people choose sides. We've gone through such a long time in America where Christians did not have to choose side. They love the world and they love the church. They want the blessings of God, but they want the pleasures of sin. And God said, that ain't going to work anymore. You're going to have to choose which side you're on. And uh, I, I make no apologies for telling you that we do not believe in homosexuality. We do not believe in living together. Uh, I do not believe the man that's occupying the White House is God's chosen anointed. I believe that Donald Trump is still our president. You say, well, you know, you're black and white. That's what happens when God turns the light on. We believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We believe in speaking in tongues. We believe in casting out demons. Uh, I believe in laying hands on children that need God to touch their lives. And so we're in a season where God is uncovering things. And God is uncovering the sin in this nation. Everything that God is doing now is quick. I can tell you, I believe this with all of my heart, that for a lot of you that have waited for such a long time for God to show up, He's here. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about the day of Pentecost. He says, suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Uh, Apostle Paul, uh, he was Saul of Tarsus, and he wreaked havoc in the church. 
and yet God chose him for that hour and here the Lord and when Paul is recounting uh, his testimony of what God did. He said, I was on the road to Damascus. I was headed to, to, for letters to arrest God's people. And he said, suddenly a light shone from heaven. Can I tell you that you're in the midst of a suddenly? I think at any moment you need to expect that God will do something. I, I remember years ago, uh, Sister Beale, who pastored in, in, in um outside of Detroit, Michigan. Their church was small and they drive up one Sunday and there are hundreds of cars in the parking lot and they, they can't figure out what's going on. They walk in, the building's full, the glory of God <clears throat> just descended and it lasted for months and months and months and the glory of the Lord was manifested in healing and salvations and it wasn't anything they did different, it's just that God reached out of heaven with a match and lit their candle. There is a hand of God that is reaching out of the heavens right now and he's beginning to light the candle of God's people. It's going to be judgment for some. It's going to be glory for others. Always remember this. The Bible says about God, he said, I am a consuming fire. And when you go back to the Old Testament, um, a lot of people stumble with this when he talks about Pharaoh. He said, I harden Pharaoh's heart that I might use him to show my glory and my wonders. And a lot of people think, well, then Pharaoh didn't have a chance because God made his heart hard. No, that's not what God's saying. Always remember this, the same fire that hardened Pharaoh's heart because you can take steel and you can put it in the fire and it'll make it harder. The same fire that made and hardened Pharaoh's heart is the same fire that melts the wax of a candle. Our attitude depends or determines how we react to the fire when God hits us. And when he lights the candle of the church will melt before the presence of the Lord and the light of God will begin to shine. At that same time when the fire of God hits the wicked it's going to harden their hearts and they're going to bow up and God's going to really begin uh, to bring judgment in this hour. And so um, I, I think that everything that God's doing right now, I believe that the Lord is, uh, and I, I don't understand God's ways. He said, my ways aren't your ways. I don't think like you. And, and here we are, we're, we're 15 years old and almost 15 years old in this church and it's taken this long and then all of a sudden God just, wow. We say, my, what is the Lord doing? God took the cover off. And I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord that I see a hand of God, hallelujah, reaching into this earth. And the Lord is beginning to light the candle. You say, Pastor, we're small, we've struggled, has no bearing that when God wants to light your candle and he lights it, immediately the glory of the Lord is revealed. We know this for a fact in the Azusa Street and other great outpourings of the Lord that it's documented that the power of God, the fire of God would touch a building where they were having church and neighbors would call the fire department and say that church is on fire and they would show up because there was fire on top of the building but it wasn't burning. It was the glory 
of the Lord. And I pray right now for those of you that have felt like, God, I just live in darkness. God, what are you doing? Go back to Psalms 18. For the Lord will light my candle. And when he, when he lights my candle, the psalmist said this, He will enlighten my darkness. Whenever God said, let there be light, the Bible says that there was light and he separated the darkness from light. God never does anything supernatural in a city or in a nation until he lights up that area with his glory and with his power. And I believe that the Lord is beginning to speak a word. I think this darkness that has been on us for the last year, especially with all of the restrictions and segregation in the, in the house of the Lord, how, how close we could sit and the mass and all of that, I believe that has to lift because this is an hour in which the Lord is going to loose this revival, this move of God with freedom. And so I want to encourage you by the Spirit of the Lord that expect God, expect God. I always believed that God was going to do something. But he said this, in an hour that you think not, that's when I'm coming. And after a while, you know, if you're not careful, you almost get used to, to the suffering and you become almost brainwashed by the enemy into thinking, well, nothing's ever going to change. It happens to everybody else and it won't happen to me. Well, that's not the way God works because he's no respecter of persons. I think that there are fires of God, candles that are being lit right now, even while I speak, that God is lighting the candle of some of you throughout the world. doesn't matter if you're in Australia, you're in the United Kingdom, you could be in the Orient, you can be in the Philippines, you can be in India, Russia. God is lighting the candle of the righteous in this hour. Why? Because God needs the world to see the church and the Lord will not take a church out that is without glory and so be encouraged today be encouraged in the Lord know this that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him um, I know that many of you will not be able to attend but our fresh fire conference uh, starts tomorrow night with Dutch sheets uh, I believe we're gonna have a great week we have Hank Kuhneman we have uh, Prophetess Jane Hammond, we have Phil, or Ted Shuttlesworth, and we have Mario Murillo. Uh, I don't know how you can get much better than that. So uh, just hold us up in prayer. Uh, I don't want this just to be a gathering. I want this to be a time that God looses the word of the Lord in the earth. And so stay encouraged. Know this, that God's in the middle of lighting your candle, and there's light coming to your darkness. Till I see you again, God bless you. And may the face of the Lord shine upon you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.